Today on Truths That Transform. It is the religion that created America. As numerous historians have said, John Calvin is the true founder of America. Every single person that's ever been born on the face of the earth has been born trusting in themselves and their own good works in order to be okay before God. Somebody needs to share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. These are the greatest days of evangelism that the world has ever seen. And there's no better time to mobilize the church and the next generation uh, to, to be reached for Jesus and then to equip them and have them turn around and reach their friends with the good news. Welcome to Truths That Transform, a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries. I hope you and yours had a wonderful Thanksgiving, and I'm glad you've joined us today. Make sure to download our mobile app where you can find all of our programs, daily devotionals, sermons, and more. Just look for D. James Kennedy Ministries in your mobile device's app store. This week, we stopped as a nation to give thanks to the Lord. And we're entering the season in which we celebrate the arrival of Jesus Christ into our world. But in a culture that's walking away from God, fewer and fewer people know what we're celebrating or why it's important. On today's program, you'll discover what makes Jesus Christ unique and distinguishes Christianity from all other religions. And you'll discover how he can change your own life eternally. We begin with an encouraging look at some of the vital work that's being done to reach the next generation with the gospel of Jesus Christ in an unbelieving world. Every single person that's ever been born on the face of the earth has been born trusting in themselves and their own good works in order to be okay before God. Somebody needs to share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as we know, it changes everything. These are the greatest days of evangelism that the world has ever seen. And there's no better time to mobilize the church and the next generation uh, to, to be reached for Jesus and then to equip them and have them turn around and reach their friends with the good news. Rob Hoskins is president of One Hope, a ministry dedicated to reaching the children of the world with the gospel, which has the power to bring eternal transformation. One Hope is active in 41 countries and 177 languages. The impact of the ministry can be seen in the life of nine-year-old Ko. She attended an assembly at school to hear the gospel, and she was given the Book of Hope, a scriptural presentation of the gospel tailored for children. Here's Ko growing up in Taiwan with all the technology and all the media growing up in a Buddhist context. Ko was confronted with, with Jesus for the first time. Yashuna 
and it's transforming this family in Taiwan. So whether it's a high rise in a, in a capital city or whether it's in a small rural village, God's word is powerful. Uh, One Hope is a global ministry uh, and our mission statement is really simple. It's God's word, every child. My dad had really captured a vision for how God's word can transform any life that the word goes where missionaries can, it stays when we have to go, and it transforms wherever it is. And so he, in 1987, he really, God revealed to him the great spiritual warfare there is for children around the world and how the enemy and satanic forces are just forming their weapons of warfare against the next generation. And the Lord said, the only thing that will rescue them from the lies is my word. Take my word and give it to every child in the world. And so since 1987, uh, that's what our family and this amazing growing missional family of One Hope has been doing around the world. One Hope has reached over 1.9 billion children since 1987 with God's Word. Many of the children are in difficult circumstances, like Nimal, who has never met his parents and lives with his grandmother. My grandmother is Buddhist. Before believing in Christ, I believed in a mix between a Chinese religion and Buddhism. One Hope was able to reach Nimal when he attended a World Without Sickness program and received the Book of Hope. Initially, I thought the book was a normal book. But when I read it, I realized that God is real. And after reading the book, I established a good relationship with God. The lesson that led me to accept Jesus as my savior was where Jesus was being crucified by the soldiers and they put a crown of thorns on him to insult him. I realized that Jesus did nothing wrong, but he still paid for our sins. He doesn't want us to suffer from our sins. And the part where he was resurrected on the third day made me really happy. Wherever we're able to get God's Word into a relevant and dynamic way into the hands of kids and into their hearts, that we're seeing their lives transformed because God's Word is, is so powerful. I no longer have to suffer because Jesus helps me. He is my Father. Now, my dream is to deliver God's Gospel to other people who aren't believers yet. You know, many people that say, how, how did One Hope uh, reach 1.9 billion kids around the world? Um, you know, this year, 2022, we'll reach over 135 million kids. And, and the answer is that uh, we're not doing it alone, that we're doing it in partnership. We're doing it with literally tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of churches and their volunteers around the world. But we're also doing it through uh, partner programs with other ministries. And perhaps one of the most powerful has been with Evangelism Explosion. Ten years ago, One Hope and Evangelism Explosion developed Hope for Kids, which trains children around the world in their own language how to share their faith in Jesus Christ with others. Kids are bold witnesses for Jesus. And what's so great is I know it's going to change their life not just for today, but for the rest of their lives. Everywhere they go, they're going to take the gospel with them. John Sorensen is the president of Evangelism Explosion International, the ministry founded by Dr. D. James Kennedy to train Christians to share the gospel. They trained a million and a half people in the last year, a record, and those people led 14 million others to Christ. 
One of the things that Dr. Kennedy realized early on is that if we're genuinely going to change the world, it would have to be a change that would start on the inside, from the inside out. This last year, by God's grace, we had 850,000 kids involved in Hope for Kids. We have a mighty army of people worldwide that are passionately doing this. And what a miracle story. In the last 10 years, EE has been able to train over 8 million children in 82 different countries. And through those kids, we've been able to provide God's Word for over 80 million children in some of the hardest to reach places in the world. I'm reminded of the story of Evelina. She was growing up in Moldova, and obviously a very poor country. Um, and as is often the case, her mother actually left the country to go find work in Western Europe. And so left Evelina alone with her father very lonely in this, in this very rural context. Um, and there were no really churches in that little village where they were growing up, no evangelical churches. Uh, but we were able to do a camp there and E.E. was able to start training kids. And as she was being trained, um, she encountered the good news of Jesus Christ. And then they said, now you need to go take these books and give it to 10 of your friends and, and, and share what you learned about Jesus. And so here this young evangelist, newly encountering Jesus really for the first time, went out and started sharing her faith. Prietenii mei le-au plăcut foarte mult cartea asta și au vrut să meargă cu mine în tabăr. De când eu m-am rugat la Dumnezeu, am avut siguranța să ajung rai cu El și am avut mai multă speranță în El și noi. And we now have a young evangelist in Moldova named Evelina because of the faithfulness of God's people to provide his word. And who knows, maybe in some of these kids that we're training, it's the next Billy Graham, it's the next D. James Kennedy, it's the next D.L. Moody, it's the next, you know, I honestly believe this generation of children coming up now are going to be the greatest witnesses this world has ever seen. This word works and it is the truth that transforms. And it is the most powerful thing that God gave us as his gift is his word. His word does not return void. Let's take it and give it to the world. Well, here at Evangelism Explosion and with the partnership we have with One Hope, through Hope for Kids, we plan to train over six million children over these next four years to confidently share their faith. Let's tell the whole gospel to the whole world. And as we do, we'll see the whole world changed by the power of his, of his word. After believing in God, I no longer feel lonely. Religious liberty is a great privilege that goes back to the founding of our nation and we need to be bold to defend it. Because liberty is so precious in America, we want you to have a copy of Freedom's Holy Light with a firm reliance on divine providence by Dr. Peter Lilbach. You'll discover the role of God and His providence in the founding of America. We'll send it at no cost or obligation to you. Just call or write to us today and ask for Freedom's Holy Light. This booklet will help you trace the hand of God as the source of our liberty throughout the history of America. Jesus Christ said, 
Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for to such belongs the kingdom of heaven. I'm so grateful for sister organizations like Evangelism Explosion, founded by D. James Kennedy, as well as our good friends at One Hope, who are working by the grace of God to bring forth the new birth in our next generation. And it's a privilege to encourage Christian organizations as we all work together to spread the gospel to a dying world. It is essential to spread that message because we're not born knowing the gospel. Someone has to share it with us. On our own, we come up with all sorts of false and dangerous ideas of how God works. The great Protestant reformers like Martin Luther and John Calvin lived in a time when the gospel message had been overshadowed by man-made ideas. They went back to the Bible to recapture the truth, and it's our goal to follow in their footsteps. Dr. D. James Kennedy shares more in this portion of his message, Our Spiritual Heritage. His life was completely dedicated to God, a heart on fire, consumed by God. His name was John Calvin. And you will notice on the front of this pulpit, there we see not only the words, the motto of Luther, but also of John Calvin which consists of a hand extended, and in that hand there is a heart, and that heart is on fire, and it is my heart, O God, I extend to thee. Now, we don't know much about the conversion of Calvin. We know a great deal about the conversion of Luther, but Calvin was very concise in what he said. God suddenly converted me unto himself. That's all. No details at all. But as some scholars have said, never was anyone converted any more quickly or any more thoroughly than John Calvin. Every facet of his life was transformed. Now, we all know that Luther was the reformer in Germany, and you hopefully know that John Knox was the reformer in Scotland. Most people don't know that much about Calvin. He is considered to be a world reformer. And his teachings of the Bible uh, went from Switzerland, France, Germany, to Holland, to England. In England you had, you had the Puritans and to Scotland, where you had various Scottish Reformed people, the Huguenots in France, the Pilgrims and the Puritans in America, and his doctrine spread all over the world. He is an international reformer whose ministry extended far wider than anyone else. And the essence of it was that salvation is of grace and grace alone. This is the heart of the Christian message. All pagan religions teach the same thing. Salvation is by human effort, by human merit, by human doing, and that ultimately we save ourselves by our own efforts. 
That is the basic religion of the entire world. I don't care what religion you talk about, whether it is Islam or Hinduism or Confucianism or Buddhism or whatever it is, it's always the same. Man saves himself by his own goodness. Glory be to man. That is the whole religion of the whole pagan world. Calvin knew that it was not the religion of the Bible. It was not the religion of Christ. The Bible says, by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast that salvation is not by our own doings, our own strivings, our own merit. It is entirely by Christ. Jesus paid it all. All to him I owe. He paid the debt. He endured the penalty for our sins. He purchased for us a place in heaven. It is all of Christ and not of ourselves. And that is the message of the reformed faith of the gospel of Jesus Christ that has spread all over the world. It was the message that came to America. What did the pilgrims believe? They all believed that. What did the Puritans believe? They all believed that. It was the religion of most all of the Americans, regardless of what particular denomination they were a part of. It is the religion that created America. As numerous historians have said, John Calvin is the true founder of America. It was his belief in the inspiration of the Scripture as the only source of divine knowledge that so influenced the people in this country and led to the kind of nation that we have enjoyed in our own time and which unfortunately is in danger uh, of being completely jeopardized and lost in our time. But Calvin was a great source. A French historian said, John Calvin is the founder of America. A German historian said, it is through John Calvin that America received its theological training. And so it was with the English and the Scottish, it was Calvin, folks, who is the basic founder of this country. How many Americans do you think know that today? Probably not 2%. Well, that would be all right with Calvin because the essence of his religion is to God be the glory. And that's one of the greatnesses of the Reformed faith, as it is called is it gives all glory to God and takes none of it for, for man. That's why I think it's a wonderful thing to be follower of a man that was not seeking his own glory, was not seeking his own wealth, was not seeking any of those things. He was seeking one thing, the glory of Almighty God. When you sing the hymns in a Reformed church and Presbyterian churches and others are called Reformed because they stem from the, the Reformed teachings of the Reformation, particularly in Switzerland. There's no glory there for man. 
To God be the glory, great things he hath done. That is sort of the motto of the Reformed Church. And that is the life that was given to us by Calvin. There was no great inheritance of, of any kind at all to anyone. To God be the glory. What a, an example that is for us. So many people seeking their own glory, seeking their own kingdom, seeking their own wealth. You'll not find an example here of that. Calvin was seeking the glory of Almighty God, of Jesus Christ, and seeking to advance his kingdom. And he succeeded in spreading it all over the world. Praise God for that. And we seek to follow in his train. And that's why I rejoice that one of the wonderful things that he enabled this church to do, and I'm talking about you all, was to reach every last single nation on earth with the gospel that he proclaimed so beautifully and so clearly, the gospel of grace. Is that gospel in your heart? Is your motto, my heart, O God, a flame I offer unto thee? If you would follow in the steps of John Calvin, that's the kind of person that you will be. Hi, I'm Jennifer Kennedy Cassidy. As we move from Thanksgiving into the Christmas season, I want you to know how much we value your partnership in the gospel. It's people like you standing beside us that enable us to broadcast the good news of the gospel and the truth about America's history. That's vitally important in an age when so many are trying to rewrite our history. And that's why our Providence Forum and its executive director, Jerry Newcomb, have produced the new documentary, A City on a Hill, which we'll send to you on DVD as our thanks for a generous donation toward the work of this ministry. This documentary is part of the Foundation of American Liberty series and features experts like Alveda King, the niece of Dr. Martin Luther King, Oz Guinness, Dennis Prager, and more. It shows the true story of the Christian settling of America and how the Puritans of the Massachusetts Bay Colony intended to establish a city upon a hill. That phrase has echoed throughout our national life, even up through President Ronald Reagan. Basing everything on the Word of God, these Puritans transformed law, culture, and education in ways that are still part of the fabric of America, though it's a fabric that's now being torn apart. Make sure that your children and your grandchildren see our true history in a city on a hill. And if you're able to give a generous gift of $60 or more, we'll send you the DVD plus the new hardcover book, Rediscovering America, How the National Holidays Tell an Amazing Story About Who We Are by Scott Powell. Have you ever wondered why everyone wants to immigrate to America? Rediscovering America answers that question, and it's like no other history you have ever read. More than an account of people, dates, and events, Scott Powell shows us how the unique story behind each of our national holidays tells the story of what America is and who we are as a people. It's history that is being lost and even rewritten, so you will want to get this compelling book. Author and radio host Eric Metaxas says, Rediscovering America is not only genuinely entertaining to read, 
it is also deeply important. Get the DVD documentary, A City on a Hill, from the Providence Forum as our thanks for your generous donation. And get the DVD plus the fascinating hardcover book, Rediscovering America, How the National Holidays Tell an Amazing Story About Who We Are by Scott Powell as thanks for your donation of $60 or more. As you donate, you are helping us broadcast transforming biblical truth to a dying culture. Simply write to us at D. James Kennedy Ministries, Box 11154, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33339, or call toll-free 877-962-7677, or go online to djkm.org. Thanksgiving is a time of showing gratitude to God, and Christmas is a time of celebrating His greatest gift to us, but if you don't know what that is, then you're missing what this time of year is all about. And more than that, you're missing the purpose that you were created for. In these secular days, a lot of people hardly think about God at all. But the fact is, God is the creator and Lord of the universe. And he's also the one who specifically created you. As the psalmist writes, For you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And here's the problem. Though God is perfectly good and perfectly wise and perfectly loving, you rebelled against him, just like your parents before you, all the way back to our first set of parents, Adam and Eve. The Bible tells us, none is righteous, no, not one. No one understands, no one seeks God. All have turned aside. Together they have become worthless. No one does good, not even one. Because God is perfectly holy and righteous and just, he will not tolerate your sin. In fact, he hates it. And that's terrible news. But what we specially celebrate and are thankful for at this time of year is the good news. You see, God doesn't leave you in that spot. Instead, he sent his only son, Jesus Christ, into the world for your sake. Jesus lived obediently where you failed to live obediently. Though Jesus never sinned, he was nailed to the cross as a criminal and died there. And as he died there, he was paying the death penalty that our sins deserve for every single person who will come to him in faith. Three days later, he rose again from the dead, announcing victory over sin and death. And because he did that, you can be saved. You can have your sins forgiven. You can have eternal life with God as a free gift. If you've never received that gift and would like to, just pray with me now. Heavenly Father, I know that I'm a sinner who deserves punishment, but I want to turn away from my sins and receive Jesus Christ into my life as my Lord and as my Savior. I want to receive the gift of eternal life he purchased for me. Thank you, Lord. In his name we pray, amen. If you prayed that prayer from your heart for the first time, we have a free gift we'd like to send you. It's beginning again. Dr. Kennedy's book for new believers to guide you in your new relationship with Jesus. Contact us to receive a copy today and may God richly bless you as you do. I'm Pastor Rob Pacienza. 
If you live in Fort Lauderdale or you're ever visiting, I hope you'll come and visit us in person at Coral Ridge Presbyterian Church. You can also join us anytime by live stream at crpc.tv. There you can also find past live streams plus other valuable resources. Thank you for being with us. And here's a look at the next Truths That Transform. To paraphrase C.S. Lewis, if Jesus had never been born, it would be always winter, but never Christmas. That's next week. This has been a production of D. James Kennedy Ministries.